Welcome to this edition of the Insights Podcast on the Huddle Network. I'm Don Mills. And I'm David Campbell. Uh, David, I had a great uh, conversation with Paulette Hicks, the uh, CEO of Envision, which is the uh, recently created uh, new regional economic development uh, agency for the five municipalities, including the city of St. John. Uh, Paulette's been in her job since February. Uh, the reason that we wanted to talk uh, to her is they just came out with their uh, uh, strategic plan, which outlines a couple of, uh, I think, ambitious goals um, that are good. And uh, and so we had a, a, a good chance to talk about what those goals were and, and maybe a little bit behind how they hope to achieve those goals over the next uh, number of years. So... Uh, I think it'll be a good uh, a good podcast for people to understand uh, what's happening in St. John because there is something happening in St. John after years of not much happening. Yeah, that's right. And as you know, I was involved a little bit in the um, formation of that new organization. And the reality is they're trying to do something pretty unique. They've brought together the tourism organization, the real estate and development organization, and the economic development organization into one central, singly funded organization. And they have equitable funding from not only the city of St. John, but a, a formula in place for the other municipalities around St. John to, to cost share that new organization. So it's a very interesting and innovative model. Uh, and it'll be exciting to see uh, how that rolls out and whether or not it's a template for other communities in Atlantic Canada. Yeah. And the challenge of course, is that you have five different municipalities, each with their own expectations of uh, how they're going to benefit from uh, a regional economic development uh, agency. <clears throat> you know, uh, the problem of course, with municipal units is that their leadership changes on a regular basis and the people that were there in the beginning often aren't there at the end. So, uh, keeping uh, that group of five municipalities um, pointed in the right direction and pulling in at, at the same time is going to be, I think, one of their challenges going forth. Uh, obviously, it's inevitable that one or more of those municipalities will feel that they're not getting enough out of it. And, um, you know, there's, uh, you know, the, the problem of collaboration will be an ongoing weekly, monthly, yearly um, challenge for uh, Paulette, I think. Yes, because you have what I call the free rider problem. Because if one or more of them pulls out, they still get the potentially get the economic benefit, right? Like people moving into the area will still locate in Hampton. They'll still locate in Rossay. So you really, it's it's partially about goodwill, and but it's also partially about direction, as you said. So the, all of the municipalities need to feel like they're getting their share of the action in order to continue funding uh, the organization. But I think there's a good foundation there. I think there is quite a bit of goodwill. Uh, and I'm hopeful they'll give the model a, a try, a solid try. But as you said, you know, politics being what it is, if you have a change in the guard, you know, maybe there'll be a change in priorities. Yeah, and I guess this is probably one of the disappointments from the recent uh, municipal reforms that came out uh, not that long ago in uh, New Brunswick, where they um, they certainly amalgamated uh, a lot of municipal units on the more rural side, but they didn't really touch the larger urban areas. And really, I've been an advocate, as you know, of amalgamation in both Moncton and uh, St. John. It's not popular in some some 
some cases, I understand that, but uh, it also doesn't make sense um, to continue to have side-by-side -side municipal units trying to provide similar services. It's inefficient, and it, and then you get the whole issue of working together um, as a challenge as well. But nonetheless, I, I was pleased to see in their strategic plan that they have um, concrete uh, goals. Um, one of their goals is to increase population by 25,000 over the next 10 years. That's a, it's a pretty ambitious uh, number, obviously. And they also have um, ambition to grow their tax base by 30 to 35% over that same period, which is, you know, three, three and a half percent a year. That, that should fund a lot of, a lot of uh, good things for the greater St. John area, don't you think? Yes. And that's the whole point of economic development, right? Is, is to help build a tax base so that you can f sustainably fund public services without raising taxes too much. So that's the argument that's being made. So we need to tie those two together. I do think that the real challenge for Paulette and her team now is how do you get that done? So it's great to set a goal, but now you've got to figure out what can we deliberately do? There's not, there are some things that are completely out of their control but there's lots of things that are in their control and there's lots of things that are in the province's control, such as immigration, such as international students uh, at, the, at the local college and university. So they can influence and work with the province on, on a number of factors uh, that can help them get to that population and tax base goal. But that's where the rubber hits the road. Like what are the deliberate things they're going to do? And I hope that Paulette got into a little bit of that with you in the interview. Uh, what are they going to do specifically to try and grow um, uh, grow that population. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, one of the challenges uh, to attract people to any community, of course, is having a, a vibrant core. You have to have a core that is a destination onto itself. The city of St. John is on its way to developing its uptown uh, core. Um, it's It's got a long ways to go, but it has all the potential of being a great uh, destination for visitors and residents alike. We talked a little bit about the relationship with the port and how, how it's so key to come to some agreement uh, on some sort of master plan for use of the port and waterfront lands because, you know, it's no good to do piecemeal development, which has been the case in uh, St. John forever. You need to have a long-term strategy, much like the city of Halifax did when you know, we've, we're almost finished the redevelopment of the waterfront, almost finished. There's a couple more pieces, but the vast majority of the work is in place. Now you can go from the casino all the way down to Pier 21. It's an exceptional waterfront. It took a lot of planning. It wasn't done piecemeal. It was part of a larger master plan. I think St. John needs that master plan. And um, I'm not sure it's uh, Envision's role to to you know, push for that. But I think they, they play a big role in trying to get agreement on a master plan for the waterfront. Yeah, it's good to have that longer term view. I mean, the thing about Halifax is it has momentum. The city manager, mm -hmm. Jacques Dubé, tweeted the other day, he believes the population is going to be a million by 2050. Now, as mm -hmm. you and I have talked about before, and I think you're pretty adamant about this, you have to make that case with the public. Like, why do you need a million people in Halifax over 30 years? Uh, but nevertheless, there's no doubt that Halifax and, and Moncton and even Fredericton have a very positive momentum right now. And St. John has some green shoots, but it really needs that positive momentum. Because once you get that, it changes attitudes, it changes investor views of the community, entrepreneurial views of the community. 
and things start moving in the right direction. And right now, it looks like Halifax is on autopilot. Yep, and you know, I, I, I never thought I'd say this, but there's a there's actually a chance that we might be growing too quickly in Halifax. <laughs> Can you believe it that I said that out loud? Uh, the other thing that was interesting in the conversation, and this gets back to something that I presented to the city of St. John when I did a, a project on economic growth strategies, is uh, you know they have attitudinal issues um, uh, in, in the city of St. John proper. Uh, you know, um, only only about sixty percent or so have a positive view of the quality of life. Well, compared to that, to the view in Moncton, where more than eighty percent have a positive view in Fredericton, more than eighty percent, there's a gap there. There's a reason for that gap. You know, it's one of the things that they're targeting. It's hard to target, but the only way to target attitudes is demonstrate success. And uh, I think they're on the way to do that. The other thing that uh, Paulette mentioned is they're coming out with a new brand uh, strategy in 2022. Now, she didn't tell me what that strategy was, but she hinted at it. And, 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 and this is the hint she gave me. She talked about St. John and the towns around the bay, you know, as a way of incorporating the nearby municipalities and the lifestyle that those communities present for people who want to work in St. John. So that might, maybe that's part of it. I might be wrong, but <laughs> we'll see. The only challenge there, of course, is that Quispamsis is, is large enough to be a, a city now. It's larger than many of the cities in New Brunswick. So it might have to be St. John and the city and towns. Uh, oh, that's true. That's a point in the future. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, uh, you know, that argument is going to be ongoing uh, for a long time. Uh, in any case, uh, I think it's a, uh, it was really interesting to have a, the conversation with Paulette. Um, and uh, I think that people will get a better idea about what's happening in St. John. And as I mentioned earlier, something is finally happening in St. John. And, and I think it's going to be a city, especially around the waterfront, where there's a lot of investment opportunity for people looking to, um, you know, uh, uh, invest in that city. So... Um, Without uh, any further discussion, let's hear uh, my conversation with Paulette Hicks, the CEO of Envision. Envision, the new economic development agency for the greater St. John area, just released its initial strategic plan. We thought it was an opportune time to have a conversation on the Insights podcast with Paulette Hicks, the CEO of Envision. Paulette, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thank you for having me. Well, let's begin by finding a little bit about your background and your journey to your present role. Uh, where did your career begin? Uh, so I had the pleasure of working in the hospitality industry. So I spent 27 years with Delta Hotels by Marriott and um, had the pleasure of working in both St. John, New Brunswick and Moncton, New Brunswick over my career and uh, have worked uh, mainly in the St. John region, uh, obviously tourism files significantly, but also in other files as it relates to poverty reduction and business growth. Uh, so a lot of volunteering as it relates to uh, driving uh, growth in the market. And to be clear, you're the first CEO of the newly uh, created uh, economic development uh, agency for the region. So that's a big job, obviously. Uh, You've been in it since January. Is that right? Yeah, we opened our doors January 1st. So brand new agency. And I joined on February the 8th. So just uh, over 10 months for me. Okay. Well, you're a veteran now. 
Envision was uh, created as a regional economic development agency. Can you tell us how the new agency came to be? Sure. So when we looked, um, you know, if we go back uh, a couple of years, actually, uh, it really was uh, a desire of uh, folks in our region to look at, you know, are we growing? And if we're not growing at the level we need, you know, it really was about a discovery session. There was a lead certainly from the city of St. John who said, you know, we certainly invest dollars into different economic uh, agencies that we have. We had three agencies at the time and they were just looking at, you know, from an investment perspective, are we moving the needle? So at the time, it was probably 36 months ago now that uh, the city of St. John, the city manager brought a group together, which he uh, named the advisory group, which uh, I was included at the time. And uh, there are a number of us around the table that did a deep dive to say, you know, how could we reimagine economic development for the city of St. John? And very quickly, this advisory group came to the conclusion that it wasn't just about the city of St. John, it really was about the full region, because the entire region is integrated from an economic perspective, also from a social perspective. So it came to uh, light that this work with the advisory council came up with a brand new model. And that model was shared with the entire region, uh, five municipalities, which included St. John, the city of St. John, Grand Bay Westfield, Quispamsis, Rossay, Hampton and St. Martin's and um, all municipalities came on board uh, as investors uh, to a brand new model and Envision St. John was born. Uh, How is Envision different from its predecessor organization and what is its current mandate, Paulette? Yeah. So in simple terms, the the mandate is, is a large mandate, but uh, it's all about growth. It really is about growing this region, attracting people, visitors, investment, students. It really is a mandate about growth and really strategic growth and focused growth. Um, what's different from the predecessors is it's the breakdown of the silos. There was great work that was coming out of you know all the previous agencies, but there were three agencies. There was Develop St. John for Real Estate. There was um, Economic Development Greater St. John to Grow the Economy. And then there was Discover St. John from a Tourism Perspective. And when you look at three different agencies, um, you know, I think from a, a, a size and scope um, that, you know, whether fair or not, there was there was some silos. So I think breaking down those silos and expanding the mandate even outside of St. John really made sense with respect to how we pitch and our value proposition for our region. So I think what's different is, again, that collaboration. It is a different model as it relates to focus and really looking at uh, a region versus just the city of St. John. Now, a vision seems to be uh, modeled a little like the Halifax Partnership. Can you tell us um, how the agency is funded and about the governance structure, if you would, if you could? Great. Um, so one thing I would say about Envision St. John is that it's a non-political. Although we do have investors from all three levels of government, I will tell you that the board is structured um, with, you know, without pol- uh, the politicians, and that was done by design. However, we do have uh, municipal investors that are represented through the city managers and the CAOs, so we think that it was very strategic. So our investment comes from our municipal investors, 
Uh, we also have relationships with our political um, uh, provincial investors, as well as there's opportunities to run some of our programs federally. So we do have three levels of government that have um, um, invested into the agency, along with um, the destination marketing fee, which uh, St. John was the first in our region in New Brunswick to actually have up and running. And uh, that also comes into our agency from a funding perspective. Um, now, as we earlier mentioned, Envision came to be, began its operations in January. You, took, you, you kind of took over in February. What have been the key priorities of the agency in its early days? Yeah. So from my perspective as uh, the CEO, um, my first mandate really was to listen to the ecosystem. I was on a listening tour, really trying to seek to understand where are the priorities, where are the opportunities, where are the challenges, and really wanted to be thoughtful about how we build this uh, agency from the ground up. So that was foundational. Um, aligning the the three legacy agencies, you know, the, the, the first uh, days of this agency, the three agency employees all came. Uh, into a new agency. So really understanding, you know, uh, where the strengths were, what um, the structure could look like that could align with strategy. So I would say, you know, those early days were really trying to understand everyone's role, uh, what was important, and then how do you harmonize that with the listening tour of, you know, what does this region really need from a growth perspective? That all coupled with the world turned upside down uh, with COVID. So, you know, what we thought we knew, even, you know, moving into um, uh, this new model had already was changing and being very iterative uh, on the fly, uh, as well as just um, my focus, without doubt, building the strategic vision and along with that really driving to build a high performance team. Now, what have been the biggest challenges you have faced to date, Paulette? I think, you know, this is a new model and uh, we make no apology for that. We know that this is disruptive. Uh, this is a big step change in our region. Uh, many have embraced this, um, but at the same time, you know, there are a lot of questions about, you know, making this, this type of change. So without doubt, uh, the challenges is the disruption in you know trying to you know make sure that we keep people you know on on the bus as we move forward uh, aligning the agencies and breaking down the silos I mean that is no small task and um, you know clearly you know we are looking at this new model and you know trying to retain the good things but at the same time being bold enough um, to recognize that is it time for a change and embrace that change and what could that look like because you know we are the first region in the province to do this so you know there really is no playbook we're making up the playbook as we go go so we just you know wanting to make sure that we keep people motivated and excited through this process and really this is transformational for for our region we feel really strongly about that so when we think about challenges, we probably convert them quickly to opportunities and really build excitement around it. You know, as you mentioned, there are five municipal units involved in Envision. You know, that's, <laughs> that I'm sure is challenging. How are you managing the expectations of these municipalities in terms of, of the benefits of working together in a regional economic development model? Well, if there were a report card for our municipal investors right now, I'd give them all an A. Um, all of them have come into this with a really generous and willing spirit. There's common ground here. Everybody, um, you know, is, is is galvanized on 
better outcomes. Um, they're galvanized that they want the opportunity if their children or their grandchildren so wish to live in this region that they have that opportunity. And that can't be understated. I know it sounds a bit Pollyanna, but having said that, you know, these are good people and we're creating an environment that's building trust and strong relationships. And, you know, they're at the table and they're at the table as collaborators. So I would give these municipalities an A plus right now. Well, that's good. I mean, as you know, I was involved in the um, formation of the Greater Halifax Partnership at the time where there were four municipalities who are not amalgamated at the time who agreed to come together for the common good. And, you know, I think you can you can get get away from having one um, economic unit, I guess, if you have that collaboration. Um, uh, you know, what's good for one is good for all uh, mentality. Um You recently released the organization's first strategic plan. That's a big moment, I think, for any organization. Can you outline the major goals of that plan for us? Sure, sure. So, um, yes, we feel this is a big milestone for us. Um, It was accelerated, but we knew that uh, we didn't have a lot of time. It is uh, is a new model. There are a lot of expectations on, you know, where are we going and what are we trying to achieve? So I'm really proud to say that, you know, know, through the work of the board and this team um, that we have with the Vision Scene, John, we've put a stake in the ground and it is 10-year outcomes. We are looking to grow this region by 25,000 residents. Uh, We are looking um, to increase the proper, the municipal tax base because municipalities are businesses. You talk about uh, return on investment. They want to see that, you know, they are growing their their, their base in in, in their respective municipalities. So looking to grow that by 30 to 35%. And then through the listening tour, we heard this loud and clear from many of our stakeholders is that our regional brand. So we have put a stake in the ground that we will continue to grow and reposition and strengthen our regional brand as a place to live, place to work, a place to study, a place to invest. So, you know, we have been very clear and very focused on those are the North Stars. We have three and they're really clear on what we're trying to achieve. Along with that, um, the strategic uh, vision uh, that we've set out is that we're underpinning it. Uh, what is the role of the agency as it relates to our strategic priorities? You know, one, growth readiness. We know in order to grow that in order to attract and retain, we've got to be ready. We've got to be able to tick all those boxes and that we have a responsibility in this region to identify, you know, where the areas of opportunity are so that whether it's housing, whether it's doctors that are needed, you know, we need to make sure that we've got all the amenities that tick those boxes in in order to be sticky. Talent acquisition and pipeline, we know, you know, that without doubt, um, cash is king, not anymore, talent is king. We know that that's what's needed in order to grow, you know, our businesses and our communities, as well as entrepreneurship and business growth. So we're really focused on what we're trying to do. Well, you know, it's really important to have metrics uh, to measure your success and to be held accountable. I, I you know, give you, um, you know, credit for doing that. Um, clearly, population growth is one of your major focus. You mentioned a goal of increasing the population uh, in the greater St. John area by 25,000 over the next uh, 10 years. Can you uh, identify some of the specific strategies uh, that, uh, that you intend to use to increase the population um, in the greater St. John area? Yeah, I'm going to build on the talent pipeline. Uh, what we recognize is that in order to um, see true growth through through population, it really is about people, and businesses will come to um, will come to a region where there's talent. Um, 
businesses will grow where there's talent. Um, and talent in particular, they want to live, you know, in a place with quality of life. There's certainly, you know, some learnings through COVID. So we recognize just the work that needs to be done is, you know, understanding kind of the landscape that we're in right now. You know, St. John, the St. John region is really fortunate. We are home to global headquarters, which we would uh, deem as our home teams, understanding those needs, matching up those needs, you know, working with our partners, whether it's the New Brunswick Community College, whether it's the university, but, you know, we feel that this region has the opportunity to be the talent hub for New Brunswick and really harmonizing the needs and and aligning that with our strategy for growth. We think there's a recipe there and that's what we're focused on. Uh, Have you uh, determined the labor force requirements of the St. John area over the next decade or so? And if so, how are these requirements going to be met? Because, I mean, obviously it's about projection of the labor force needs. Um, have you done Have you done that work? Yeah, so we've embarked on that work and um, it, there is a lot to it. There's lots of dynamics. It's multidimensional, but we have embarked on it. Um, so when we look at, you know, convening with our, our, our stakeholders in the region, you know, part of the model is that we are building platforms around this specifically to really understand what are the needs so that we can assess them and really work with our partners to help fill those needs. You know, one example that I would share and we feel very fortunate to have is uh, Port St. John. And we've embarked uh, very early into the uh, standing up the agency on a platform for a very focused project called workforce development for the port specifically. So in order for the port who is going through this major growth uh, modernization project, we've got CP, you know, coming back to this region after 30 years, you know, we are positioned for significant growth. And this could mean meaning, you know, filling anywhere from 500 to 800 jobs in the next five years, if not more. That said, you know, we have convened a group that um, we've built a platform around about how do we actually do that in a really intentional way? How do we have all the partners at the table? So we've got DP World who arrived in 2017. They are certainly looking from a growth perspective. We have the, you know, um, Longshoremen Union key player. We've got the employer association. We've got, you know, this cluster happening around the port and really understanding those needs and then working with our partner with, you know, post-secondary education and labor, working New Brunswick, the community college, the learning exchange, District 8, Envision St. John, we've brought those uh, uh, partners together to really build out strategies. How do we fill these jobs? You know, when you think about what's needed today and what's needed in five years, that's a blink. And we've got this opportunity to fill these jobs. And, you know, this is part of our DNA. It was not long, that long ago, when you think 20, 30 years ago, you know, we had longshoremen uh, up to, you know, just under 2,000. Today, 147. So in five years' time, adding potentially 1,000 of those jobs, that work needs to be done today or we're going to stifle our own growth. So we have taken this very serious and it really is about doing the deep dives. This is all about understanding the work, you know, listening to the ecosystem who is really trying to um, position themselves for growth and then what is our role. Uh, Part of this, I imagine, is also looking at the uh, sectors that are likely to grow uh, I think in your strategic plan, you had a list of, uh, of kind of uh, areas of opportunity. Uh, what would be the, the top three sort of clusters that you think uh, offer the most potential for 
job growth in in this in that in the St. John area. Yeah. So I mean, clearly with the port, we would look at that as as much more than the port. It's a global logistics hub. Without doubt, we have recognized even you know over the last couple of months with the investors now coming to town from a global perspective. You know, we absolutely are positioning ourselves as a global logistics hub. So there's a whole build out uh, as it relates to the supply chain. Um, the University of New Brunswick here in St. John with the Integrated Health Initiative and Digital Health, that is emerging. There's no doubt about that. We're seeing that significantly. And, you know, we are very fortunate uh, as it relates to having our university and the hospital together. You know, who knew how important that would be today and what opportunity that comes from. So, you know, we look at, you know, the global logistics, we're looking at the digital health. You know, tourism cannot be understated there. You know, obviously hardest hit will be the last to return, but when it returns, it will be significant. So we actually feel like there's a lot of diversity here already uh, in our city, um, in our region as to how we build on, you know, this growth and the jobs that are going to be needed over the next five and 10 years. And how important is immigration attraction and retention uh, to your uh, growth uh, agenda? Well, it is uh, important in every destination in every region across the world. We know that. I mean, we have certainly, we understand the importance of growing your population through immigration because, you know, the birth rate, you know, the birth um, rates have changed uh, in, in, in our societies, especially, you know, in Canada and North America. So we know that our path to growth and fulfilling uh, jobs is really related to immigration. So, you know, we're working very closely with our partners. I mean, one thing I would say about our agency, it's all about alignment, you know, not not only do we want to align and understand the needs of the region, we want to align um, provincially and federally. So for us, everything is about, you know, a better New Brunswick. If New Brunswick is going to reach our goals, then what are our goals regionally? And that includes the immigration file. Yeah, just one uh, additional question in this area. As you know, I, I did a report for the city of St. John last year looking at economic growth. And uh, one of the things that I was looking at is um, having uh, a single organization with the responsibility to look at uh, immigrant retention, uh, attraction and retention. I know that you have the growth goal in your agenda, but has there been uh, some consolidation of that uh, support system for immigrants coming into the St. John area? Yeah, so I would say that um, we are starting to see higher collaboration around that, working with our partners. So Envision St. John works really closely with the city of St. John, as well as the settlement agencies. And, you know, our partner through uh, post-secondary education and labor, uh, PEDAL, I mean, there is going to be a goal specifically on what is, is the retention in our region. And that's the role that this agency can play on how we focus in on that. What does that look like? How can we be the quarterback and underpin that work so it's really clear and that we're the data agency you know we we do view view very clearly there's a responsibility here that the data that comes out of this agency is really helping to guide not only you know the strategic work that we do but also feeds in and supports our partners uh, in your plan you also talk about some intangible goals related to building a new attitude in the community uh, one of the things i noted in the report i prepared for the city of st john is that the perception of quality of life in the city was quite a bit lower than its sister cities in the southern part of new brunswick um, can you tell us what needs to change and why that is important in terms of uh, the attitude of the, in the sure. community 
Yeah. So again, this points to one of our North Stars because we feel like this is um, a really important piece because I don't know that our story has been told in a way that it really resonates. Um, So what I would say is, you know, we are working and creating and discovering ambassadors in our region. We know Pride in Place is critical. You know, how we tell our story is so important. And I think, you know, this agency, Envision St. John, we are going to take that really serious. That is a really important point for us that, you know, what is our narrative? How are, are we positioning ourselves? How are we celebrating our wins? How are we leaning into our natural assets? If nothing else, you know, you know, there's lots of learnings through through this pandemic. And, um, you know, what I would say to you, you know, New Brunswick became desirable overnight. So we're leaning into that quality of life and how we package that and how we uh, position um, our value proposition from all aspects is so critical. So that is the work of the agency. You know, that is the work that we are leaning into and how we are celebrating and supporting ambassadors and how we tell our story. You know, it's interesting, like, uh, I have, you know, I'm a big fan of St. John, you probably know that, uh, had an office there for more than 20 years. The one thing I always noticed and felt was there's a, there's a slight sense of inferior, inferior, uh, sort of, uh, feelings about the city, uh, compared to other areas of Atlantic Canada. But I also note that that was noticeably changing in the last couple of years as, as the uptown especially became, a focal point for redevelopment and uh, densification. You could feel that pride of place actually growing uh, pretty significantly. So I think that that's a great opportunity as more is done to uh, build out the core of the city, especially. Absolutely. I mean, our philosophy, you know, especially in the strategic vision, and this is again where, you know, there's alignment with our municipal investors. Um, If St. John succeeds, the region succeeds. If the region succeeds, New Brunswick succeeds. And that's fundamental. And everyone is in alignment with that. Now, you've also identified increasing the tax base by 30 to 35 percent over the next decade or so. That's, you know, that's doesn't seem outlandish, just three, three and a half percent a year, basically. Uh, what specific actions will you focus on to achieve this goal, Paulette? Well, I, I think it's as simple as, you know, meeting the North Star. It's it's really about growing the population. It is about attracting visitors, business, investment, and students. I mean, you know, you get that right, that number grows. It's that simple. Yeah, and there's already been a lot of, uh, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of uh, activity in the uptown, a lot of uh, new building construction really for the first time in a long time. So that's uh, that's got to be encouraging, obviously. Uh, another core priority is improving the brand for St. John. I guess maybe this, uh, this is uh, connected to uh, attitudes within the community a little bit, but uh, what are your plans in this regard? Yeah, so uh, this one is is uh, an important one and lots of complexity. So, you know, we're tackling this uh, from a research perspective. So what we've been doing, as I said, you know, listening and learning, um, certainly for the past 12 months since we have even embarked on uh, standing up this agency. So, you know, what are our stakeholders saying about us? What are our residents saying about us? So we've embarked on some market research to really understand, you know, what is that 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 baseline from from a local perspective? 
perspective and from New Brunswickers, uh, what really resonates as uh, you know we start to tell our story. So we're going to use data and you know coupled with our regional strengths and our natural assets to develop a place brand and a value proposition that we're going to be releasing in early 2022. So we've done some work. We've done a lot of work in this space and we're really excited about how we position St. John as we launch into 2022. Uh, The New Brunswick government recently released its municipal reform package. I don't know. I I was happy, sad, (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Didn't go far enough for me, especially uh, in terms of the greater St. John area. I know that this is probably something you can't comment on, and uh, I respect that. But uh, I've been personally an advocate for amalgamation in the Greater St. John area. I think it would serve everybody best, um, but that's for another day. But I do want to ask you, what do you think the impact of municipal form um, will be on the St. John region? So you're right. It is early days. So I'm cautious not to comment because I know, you know, the white paper has just recently been released and everyone is, you know, you know, diving in to understand kind of what that impact could be like. And it's still early days. But having said that, you know, what I would say was what I would say is that our region was set. Um, You know, the fact that we embarked on you know, this new collaborative model prior to a white paper that we're demonstrating cl- uh, collaboration um, even before this white paper come out. So I think we're positioned now to have these conversations or the hardest conversations in a way that we wouldn't have been if we hadn't embarked on this model. Certainly the relationships with the mayors, with councils, as well as the the city managers and CAOs, they've really been elevated through this process. So, you know, there is a mindset here that in a, in a common um uh, a common ground around accelerating growth so you know i think that's underpinning this openness uh to the white paper and i would say you know this region's leading the pack for new brunswick we're really looking at how do we grow our region as it relates to the mandate in in, in new brunswick hard for me to get into all of the details of the white paper because i know that is out of scope for us but what i would say is that we've got the right table set to have the right conversations around it uh, obviously, that legislation is yet to be passed, so I guess we'll have to wait and see uh, how it's rolled out uh, over the next uh, number of months. Uh, the city of St. John itself has long complained that nearby suburban communities are not paying their fair share of the cost incurred by the city for the services provided to those communities. Again, this is a, I know this is a, a touchy subject probably for you, but uh, w- will the municipal reforms address uh, some of the uh, tax unfairness issue for the city? Well, it certainly sounds like, you know, the white paper is going to tackle some of this. You know, what I would say is that, again, we've got a collaborative model right now uh, around economic development, and um, it is fun per capita to drive growth, and it's a real partnership. So, you know, if we can, you know, look at what we've done here, and then if there's other files that can emulate what we've done, and we can do that in a a way that um, is respectful and fair and reasonable, you know, I think that would be the strength of our region. So early days, but um, what I would say is, you know, maybe unfair that um, the communities got labeled as noisy. I just don't know that they had a forum and a place to have the conversation like they do today. I think that's what's different and what the agency, how the agency brings some value. 
Now, I, I just want to get back to something that I see as a, an enormous opportunity. And I know that you're focusing on the whole economic uh, region with the five municipalities, but it's quite clear to me that you need to have a core urban uh, destination for the region that is vibrant and uh, exciting. I think there's great opportunity in the uptown. There are already some uh, initiatives that are, are, are leading to kind of redevelopment of that area with new residential you know, the Fundy Key um, um, development that is, uh, you know, uh, going ahead. But there's still a big opportunity um, of the waterfront in particular um, on the city side. There's a lot of waterfront there. People don't realize it's a huge, huge waterfront on on the city side peninsula, is it not? And I I think that uh, one of the things I said in my report, Port, which was a bit controversial, I guess, is there didn't seem to be, a, at that time at least, a, a strong enough working relationship between the city and the port to, to have a master plan for the port that could look out 30 years, 40 years, and see what it could be, because it's quite clear to me that the uptown area of St. John could be a very attractive destination. Uh, I wonder what needs to be done from your point of view, to take advantage of this asset uh, for the city and the region itself. Yeah. Well, you're right. Um, you know, this is a beautiful waterfront. And uh, as investors come in, you can see their eyes sparkle as to, wow, there's very few waterfronts, urban settings, you know, in North America that have not been developed. So here we are sitting on this huge opportunity. Now, what I'm excited to say, and I'm aligned with you, we are seeing momentum. You know, this is a place on the move. So we're excited about Fundy Key, absolutely transformational um, with respect to what's happening. Um the announcement of the new shipping container village also supports, you know, tourism, um, cruise when it uh, resumes. So we are seeing significant investment happen already, which we're pretty excited about. But I think to your point, that's the tip of the iceberg. I think the investment that we're seeing is actually going to trigger more investment. And, you know, as we see development happen in the in the urban core um, and more development that is now approved to come in over the next 24, 36 months, 36 months, you know, you are going to see uh, a transformation. And with that becomes more, it's, it's a law of attraction. You know, we are certainly, you know, positioned to accept more investment and more development because we want our population to grow. And we want a strong urban center. And I would say even the city of St. John and uh, Port St. John, obviously we have new leadership that has just been announced at the port. Um, they are all open to work very collaboratively. And certainly, you know, from our, uh, from Envision St. John's perspective, you know, we like to think that we are somebody that can help, you know, support quarterback, underpin, work really closely with the partners on, you know, reimagining and continuing to build on on the momentum and also working, you know, on our value prop together. You know, when we bring investors to the table, both our local developers or international investors, that we're now all around the table together um, so that we are looking at, you know, how we can work together to, to make sure that we're pulling this stuff over over the finish line for execution. Well, again, you know, not to harp on this issue, but I think one of the key things is to get to some sort of master plan for the waterfront on both sides of the waterfront. Um, you know, there's a redevelopment of the port right now, a significant amount of money going into it. Um, and uh, But, you know, you have to start to think about best use of 
uh, of those resources and come to an agreement because otherwise it's going to be piecemeal as it has been in the past. And I know that that's probably not your job. But, right, but, but there's a role to play. Like I, I would say Envision St. John, John's role is, you know, how do we bring the players to the table um, so that we can have these bigger conversations? Because I think, you know, when I, when I think about, you know, being accused of working in silos, people don't do that by intention or design, right? It's just, it can easily happen. So Envision St. John and part of the mandate is really how do we bring the right people together so that we can look at the whole system view? And that is our role. So if our mandate is growth and we've got this key waterfront, which is a huge asset, you know, huge asset actually in all of New Brunswick, well, bringing the right players to the table to have these conversations, to reimagine, to be bold, to be bigger. Um, that is the role of our agency. And it's to support our partners like the Port and the City of St. John and other other players that are looking for investment in this area. Well, uh, just one final point on this. In, in the research that I did for the work uh, for the city, I, I, I know that there was a master plan for the port area developed. I I forget that the year was it 2008 or something like that, more than a decade ago, where all the players did come together. They, they came to some level of agreement on the, on, on the use of... Uh, of, of the waterfront, but nothing actually happened. So it's not that there hasn't been some work, uh, Paulette. It just needs to be pushed over the line, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess and, and you're I, the you're the person yeah. to do that. I think. Well, <laughs> I'm part of the equation, um, but I do think you know you you've got new leadership at, at yes. the port, um, and certainly the previous leadership. You know, I th- I think about the work that Jim Quinn did. You know, with respect to uh, the modernization. I mean, today yeah. we are embarking on uh, something very significant with CP and DP world, but that work started ten years ago. So that certainly is in play. But I know that there's an appetite and a willingness from the leadership that we have, both from the municipality, from the region, from the province, from the port, that will look at what does this mean today? And things have changed. The world did turn upside down. But as I say, one of the outcomes is New Brunswick is highly desirable right now. And how do we position this waterfront as a big investment play? And But it has to be strategic. And to your point, not piecemeal. It does have to make sense as to what's the right investment that's going to, you know, uh, draw the population that we need. Well, I, I, you know, we have a good a regional example of success over a very long period of time, and that's the uh, city of Halifax, where, where there was a long-term strategy put in place. Uh, you can see the results of that now. It took 20 years, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, the, the waterfront is spectacular, and it's getting better every day um, as a people attraction destination. And... Um, and I, I actually see the same opportunity in St. John. I really do. But it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to be or over. Or by chance, yeah. Or by chance. It's got to be planned. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep watching that, <laughs> that, that uh, area because I think it's so important to the city. Uh, it's a couple of uh, just quick questions. I mean, I mean, we've been focused a little bit on the city, but obviously there are opportunities beyond the city uh, boundaries for economic development. Can you can you give a couple of examples of things that you think might be possible outside the, the city proper in sure. terms of economic opportunity? Yeah. 
Absolutely. So I, I think, you know, playing to our strengths, we have a, a unique value proposition whereby we've got this urban uh, uh, setting on world famous Bay of Fundy. Fabulous. But also within 15, 30 minutes, you have all of these beautiful communities sitting on rivers and all of this water exper- uh, uh, experience that you can enjoy. But also, you know, you've got the Fundy Trail Parkway. It is the jewel of Atlantic Canada, 45 minutes um, from the, the urban core. So you look at these um, the towns and the communities that we have around us and we've knitted them together you know St. John and the Towns by the Bay is a very strong value uh, proposition for anybody that wants to live uh, and have a really strong quality of life Um, we have that to offer the world and we are open for business so I think when I look at economic opportunity you can see it throughout the entire region and you can also see this you know this strength of um, all communities knitted together, really um, respecting and wanting the city of St. John to grow because they understand the importance of an urban center because, you know, they live, work and play in this urban center. But at the same time, we can choose to live wherever we want in this region. And I guess the weather's a little bit better in some of those communities, <laughs> being away well, from the ocean fog sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I, I, I think sometimes uh, coastal cities get a bad rep for fog. Um, yeah. But when you break down the numbers, it's actually not too bad. <laughs> no, I, I say the same thing about Halifax, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just a final question. Like, uh, you know, if you had to identify kind of one or two things that we could look forward to, to from Envision over the next, let's say, six months. What 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 are some of the things that we might see that are you know not evident at the moment? Right. So you will see us launch uh, our, 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 our brand for the region. Um, that will come out very early in 2022. You will see a model where we've identified growth platforms. So we can't boil the ocean as much as we'd like to, uh, but we're really going to be strategic and focus on what are the, the catalytic things that are going to make a difference and move the needle. You are going to see an agency that's focused on talent and really working hard with our partners as it relates to attracting and and retaining talent and harmonizing that, really what understanding the needs of what our employers and our businesses uh, need. And uh, you're going to see a sales and marketing engine. That's what we do. We are a sales, marketing, and support engine for the region and really proud of uh, selling this region. We've got a great product. Well, Paulette, uh, I want to thank you for being on the Insights Podcast. And, and I'm, I'm personally very excited by the new agency and, and the work that you're doing. I really like, I, I want to endorse your strategic plan. I like it. It's, it's not uh, overly uh, complicated, which is good. Uh, it has good metrics and it's got, you know, uh, some uh, targets and milestones. Uh, you know, that's really important. Uh, I think people need to see uh, a return on the investment. I think you're going to be able to do that. And, uh, you know, as they say, the city has great bones. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think the, the future is very uh, bright for the city of St. John and the surrounding re- area. So I want to wish you continued success in your work. Great. Thank you, Don. Thank you for being a great ambassador for our region. You've been listening to the latest episode of Insights on the Huddle Podcast Network. Mark Legere and Tyler McLean helped produce this episode. You can subscribe to the show by searching for Huddle Insights on podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify. And if you've enjoyed listening, please give the show a rating and a review. Don and David will be back again next week.